being gifty, my calendar can be a chaotic place. Three birthdays and my anniversary all in the next month. That's why I use Celebrations Passport from the 1-800-Flowers family of brands. Celebrations Passport gives me free shipping on thousands of amazing gifts. And the more gifts I give, the more perks and rewards I earn. Giving is easy with Celebrations Passport. Learn more at 1-800-Flowers.com slash stream. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash stream. Tis the season for giving. And what's better than giving more to everyone you love? With Celebrations Passport from 1-800-Flowers.com, I can enjoy unlimited free shipping on everything, from flowers to gourmet gifts across their entire family of brands, which means sharing more with the special people in my life, now and all throughout the year. Shop 1-800-Flowers.com slash stream and share holiday joy today. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. Tonight, elected officials taking unprecedented measures to keep people safe. Illinois and Ohio closing all bars and restaurants beginning tonight. California shutting down bars and wineries and asking those 65 and older to self-isolate. Major retailers are also going dark. Bars and restaurants could be next in New York City. Every option is on the table. Dr. Atkin uh, will be signing an order. All bars in the state. And all restaurants will close at 9 o'clock tonight. How long this order will be in effect, uh, we don't frankly I am ordering all bars and restaurants in the state of Illinois to close to the public as of the close of business Monday night, March 16th, through March 30th. I tried earlier this week to appeal to everyone's good judgment to stay home. It's unfortunate that many people didn't take that seriously. The time for persuasion and public appeals is over. The time for action is here. Uh, We are directing that all bars, nightclubs, wineries, brew pubs, and the like uh, be closed in the state of California. We believe that this is a non-essential function in uh, our state, uh, and we believe that it's appropriate under the circumstances to move in that direction. The coronavirus. It's unprecedented, and is so especially where our population's response is concerned. But so, too, is it unique in that many believe the federal, state, county, and local governments have overstepped their authority in a knee-jerk fashion. Let me say this so we can dispense with the hijacking of the narrative. I am not saying that COVID-19 virus isn't something to take seriously. It is. We should all take extraordinary care to practice great hygiene, social responsibility. We should all make sure to cover our mouths and nose when we cough and sneeze. 
we should all make sure to take extraordinary care to clean up after ourselves. We should all respect others in distancing ourselves in social settings and making sure that we make ourselves aware of the vulnerable among us. In other words, we should all be hygienic and polite. A novel concept, right? I think I heard my mom say that about 10 billion times while I was growing up. That said, we can't make the cure worse than the pandemic. In eras past, when we had outbreaks of mumps, measles, smallpox, and even tuberculosis, to name but a few of the epidemics we have survived in relatively recent history, we took great care to quarantine the vulnerable, not the healthy, which is what we seem to be doing today. The last numbers provided by the CDC and NHS reports that in the United States there are 75,120 confirmed cases of the coronavirus with 1,081 fatalities and a reported 1,863 full recoveries, although many believe the recovery number to be extremely low in its accuracy. Considering that the United States has a population of 333 million plus people, the percentage of people not affected by this virus is approximately 99.97%. To that end, the mortality rate, given these numbers, is somewhere around 3.2%, and this is almost exclusively among those who have pre-existing health conditions and are thus deemed vulnerable. Again, this is not to say that people should be acting irresponsibly, as if nothing's wrong. Going to a 70,000-seat stadium for a sporting event or a concert, well, that's not a very bright idea today. But slowly returning to a semblance of normalcy, especially where businesses are concerned, is not an unreasonable thought. There is some serious question as to whether or not government, at every level, and even in a time of declared emergency, hasn't violated the rights of the private business owner in mandating a shutdown of their businesses. This is especially true in the restaurant industry and, in particular, for independent restaurant owners. The Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution addresses the issue of eminent domain seizure. Quote, No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Unquote. Specific to this discussion is the issue of private property being taken without just compensation. Businesses that are not subsidized by the government are considered private and, thus, can be considered private property. Even as they are licensed by the many authorities that glean tax dollars from the private citizen, these companies are still private property. So the argument goes, if the government is mandating a shutdown of a private business, and a business that has not violated the terms of its licensure, isn't their purview over that private property due just compensation? The public use provision of the Fifth Amendment comes in the government's insistence that the private property be rendered dysfunctional for the public good, for the benefit of public health. So, because these businesses have been effectively coerced by the government into scaling back by 90% if not closed completely, aren't the private property owners due just compensation? And let's remember, 
A zero interest loan is still a loan that must be repaid, and that means a restaurateur would have to make his or her status quo profit in addition to the amount needed to repay that loan. And what do you think the federal, state, or county governments will do when the loan payment is defaulted on? I spoke with Andy DeMartin, a restaurant executive on the Emerald Coast of Florida and the host of Jackie's Emerald Coast, a podcast about the restaurant and hospitality industry along the Gulf Coast and the United States about this issue specifically. The topic at hand today is governmental overreach to the private sector when they've come to mandating closures. And there's been a, a fierce debate on radio and, and in social media and in, in a lot of the, uh, the conservative avenues about the infringement of, of the Fifth Amendment's right um, under the eminent domain clause for fair compensation when taking. When you talk about the small business especially independent restaurants, these orders of sequestration uh, have become ipso facto death sentences. And I know it's affecting your restaurants and your friends and the people in your industry very, very hard. You know, uh, my background, just a quick explanation. I did uh, quite a bit of FEMA recovery money through Sandy. And, you know, I'm not unused to dealing with emergencies and emergency service. And of course, you know, this is an unparalleled emergency. But with that being said, it's always been, hey, if you want this government, here's the carrot and you can get it. And now what it seems to be is the government said, hey, you have no means to make money because this is in the interest of public health. And, you know, we may we may we may have the ability to give it back to you in some ways or keep your employees. But they're never going to make up the sales. And, you know, transferring from emergency service to sales Every day that goes by that you don't make a sale, you, that sale doesn't come back. You know, so explain to my, my partners in this business, every day that you don't make a sale, that sale doesn't happen again. That repeat customer is not a repeat customer because, one, they didn't get your product and they're not coming back again. And two, you know, there's a whole domino effect to shutting down restaurants. Now, here, we're under this sequestered order and, you know, we're, we're not as New York is or as California is right now. And, and I hope that we don't get to that point. But what they've told restaurants is you cannot do business in the way that you want to do business. And, yeah, we might help you get through it with employees and loans. But those sales ain't coming back, Frank. And guys that are living in the now understand how hard it is to do business in the restaurant business. We have two. We have one in Pensacola and one in Navarre. And they're very competitive markets. Restaurants, new restaurants keep opening up. So the pieces of the pies have been shared amongst small slivers. When we when you talk about those loans too, these are not things that they're not giving you something to help bide you over with no payback. You still have to make up that money in sales in order to pay those loans back, even if they're interest free. Yeah, and if I was just making ends meet and paying my employees, you know, my my fifty something employees, and you know, just taking enough home for me to cover my bills, now I've got a new loan payment to pay. To make up for this time period, and who knows? I mean, we're heading into hurricane season on the on the Emerald Coast. I don't want to wish this upon us, but I mean, we could be looking. I can't even imagine how many people will be out of business now. And we rely on tourism. We're in the peak of a tourism season right now. We're in the, the what I would call the small bump of tourism season, where you know kids were coming down here and they were going to have spring break. And I do. Nobody understands it more the pandemic uh, procedures than I do. I was taught 
almost 30 years ago. I can remember sitting in class and saying, if we don't have a vaccine, we are going to separate and quarantine. That's our only course of action. We don't have another course of action. We haven't made one up in the last 20 years. And of course, I understand that. And I understand the health and safety and well-being. But I mean, the government has basically told us you cannot make a living. Yeah, we'll give you some money to tide you over, but you need to make twice the living tomorrow to pay back that loan. <laughs> when we're talking about government authority to close things, and I understand there's a gray area here with licensing. You know, the, the government is licensed to everything. If, if you want to climb a ladder, you got to get a license. You want to color hair, you have to get a license. But in the restaurant and food industry, you need licensure. And, and that's how they hold things over your head. They will revoke your license if you don't. But when we're talking about a private-held entity, your your restaurants and the company that owns your restaurants, that's a privately held entity. It's not a public-private cooperative. It's a private business. When the government comes in there and threatens to do something to your license because you won't do something that is arguable when it comes to constitutionality, even in a declared emergency, how do restaurant owners and, and hospitality industry executives, how do, you, how do you not make hay with that? Shouldn't restaurant associations be questioning how far this can go? I, I think every business should watch out. I mean, we're, we're directly affected in the tourism business, but who's to say manufacturing isn't next? Hey, we'll take away your license to manufacture because we don't, you know, we, this is in the interest of public health. And, I don't know. You know, it's a very crazy quandary that we're living in. And I never thought in my lifetime we'd see these times. Um, I can't understand the authority that gives you the licensing, also has the ability to pull your license. And I understand, the, you know, you'd have anarchy and, and things not being safe. And again, I come from a very big safety background if you didn't have licensing and, and you know, this kind of thing. But I don't think it was ever for the means of, hey, let me shut down your business because you're not telling uh, I'm telling you what to do today. I don't think it's, licensing was ever ever invoked for that principle. <laughs> it, 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 it seems to me that they're saying, you've done what we've asked. You've followed the rules. We're going to shut you down anyway. And look, you know, now they're talking about part of my background. I was the harbor master up in the, in the area I came from in Long Island, fifth largest town in America. And, and one of the continual law cases we had was what they call repairing rights, you know, the right to go to the beach, the right to go to the ocean, the right to seek water and have it. And they've basically told you, no, you don't have any rights. You don't have any repairing rights. You don't have any constitutional rights. We're going to tell you where you can go and you can't go. And, you, you know, we're living in a, in a police state and impacting businesses without any sense of, hey, we're going to make good on all this that you've lost. And meanwhile, you are you are still going to be liable for for taxes to pay when you do do business, even if it's drive up business. You still got to pay taxes. Uh, listen, I will tell you right now, the first person knocking on our door, second, we miss the sales tax, which is a pass through tax. It's not our money. We're passing it through. We're collecting it for the government. But the second you miss that sales tax, they'll be knocking at your door to get it. When you look at your operations specifically, how deeply has the government's decision to enforce a sequestration on your industry? How has it affected you? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to speak for other people in this sense. You know, the restaurant business is decimated. If you're not down to 98% loss of sales, 98% layoffs, 
your goods that you had in stock before will perish and go bad, and you'll never be able to sell them because you counted on volume to move them. Now, my particular case, um, we have a dual business. Cajun Specialty Meats is our mother company, and, and they do food production. So my supermarket business, as you can see, Walmart's hiring, Winn-Dixie's hiring, Publix is hiring. So my, my supermarket business is basically the life preserver for the few people that I can keep on staff and keep here. But we didn't have that. I mean, we'd already be closed, closed. We were working on such a narrow margin. I just got to give you some numbers, you know, what, what we'll take, call in the restaurant business, 30, 30, 30, 10. So if you were working on 30% cost of goods, 30% is your labor, 30% is your overhaul and uh, overhead and fixed costs, your insurance, your lights, keep the business running, you maybe had a 10% profit. And that's if you did everything right yesterday. And anytime you do one of those things wrong, your 10% profit goes down marginally. Now we're working on a 0% profit and we're not going to be able to keep the lights on and we're not going to be able to meet cost of goods. And some of the goods you can't even get, some of the proteins are drying up because the big supermarkets are selling in this rush that has caused to buy of chicken and pork is now driving the price up. So now even if I could get chicken and pork tomorrow, pork went up 40 cents in one day. I've got to charge, pass that along to my customers in the supermarkets, and I've got to increase their 40 cents a pound in one day. Uh, otherwise, my 10% is gone out of that transaction. This is historic in the restaurant industry and in the hospitality industry. I'm sure hotels are suffering just as much as restaurants. And I'm sure all the festivals and, and things that are yearly that people live on a one time yearly pop. I've got a customer up in Louisiana, he lives off of fundraising. Business for schools. Well, schools aren't doing fundraisers. So there's a $200,000 piece of business that I'm not getting. And I'm sure it's a million dollars to him. Uh, he's not providing fundraisers for schools. And this is a domino effect that trickles down. That I mean, I can't even imagine that the cure wasn't worse than the illness. And I believe me, I don't want anybody to die. I think we do have to take these preventative measures. I wish they would have taken preventative measures when China was having it and, and really watch what was going on. But you know, maybe that wasn't possible in hindsight, but we're in this thing now and I don't see a lot of restaurant tours or hospitality people coming back. I just don't see it. They work on too slim of a margin to do that. I want to say God bless America. God bless the world at this point. Uh, we're in a world type pandemic. And I just hope that, uh, you know, we come out of this stronger, better nation, maybe put in place some of these rules before it kind of affects everybody in society, tramples over all over the Constitution of the United States. But let's hope we go get through this and, and be a better country and better people for it. Late last night, the U.S. Senate advanced a comprehensive stimulus package. Now it's up to the progressive-led U.S. House to do right by the American people. Even as the House considers its reaction to the Senate bill, the media continues to foment hysteria and panic. Sadly, the lowest common denominator in our society seems to be led around by the nose where media manipulation is concerned. Panic buying and hoarding are still the status quo even as we start to hear about the less selfish among us stepping up little by little. The only true way to provide relief to the American people is to expunge the hysteria and the politics of the matter as we set ourselves in earnest to ending this crisis. The only way the American people can be served adequately by government is for government to facilitate a return to free market business as usual and then to get the hell out of the way. 
What are the odds of that happening? I'll be right back with a continued discussion on this topic on one of my twice-weekly segments on the Captain's America Third Watch with host Matt Bruce, heard by over 2 million listeners daily from coast to coast and around the world on the Salem Communications and Genesis Satellite Networks, right after this. I am ordering all bars and restaurants in the state of Illinois to close to the public as of the close of business Monday night, March 16th. Uh, We are directing that all bars, nightclubs, wineries, brew pubs, and the like uh, be closed in the state of California. The time for persuasion and public appeals is over. The time for action is here. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. This is a rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. AM930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition. Tomorrow's news tonight of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as I broadcast from Tampa, Florida, my Moss Family Automotive Studio to great radio stations across America, all across the Caribbean and around the world, too, via the Internet and streaming live online on the satellite. Special thanks go out to our great military men and women listening to us right now all across America and around the world, along with the National Guard and to the EMTs, the firefighters, police, hospital and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Border Patrol, security officers and the U.S. Coast Guard, too, for keeping us free and safe. Now, to everybody working on the third watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, butchers, bakers, maintenance, janitorial workers, mechanics, construction workers, bulk mail centers, the Uber, Lyft, taxi and bus drivers. Thanks for keeping America rolling along. And a special shout out goes along to all of our roughnecks working the oil rigs all across Alaska, the Gulf of Mexico, to William and the gang up there in Wyoming and Montana and the northern tundra, plus our Aramco oil workers in Saudi Arabia. Thanks for what you do. And don't forget to check out the Captain's America Third Watch com website also follow us on facebook the official captain's america third watch facebook page and on twitter at captain's america well joining us right now we've got frank salvato the host of the underground usa podcast good morning mr frank morning mr captain it's time to say the pledge are you ready 
You got it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize those two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo Christian values. Well, Mr. Frank, we've been having quite the spirited conversation tonight about, of all things, the takings clause. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. It's, uh, when you're talking about eminent domain, and I, I brought this up last week, kind of in, kind of spiritedly. Yeah. You cannot be the government cannot be telling people they have to close their businesses unless they ask them to do it voluntarily. Yep. And if they do that, they have to pay them for the lost revenue, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever it is they're going to lose, because they have to offer that to them first, according to what I'm reading right here. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is going to come down to a definition of, of, of what the private property is and, and how that's executed, and this is going to take a lawsuit. And, and it's going to it's going to be a precedent-setting lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect that the very first organization from any state that that should file this lawsuit are is a is a restaurant industry representative. Sure. If you if you're an organization that that is involved with the restaurant industry, that lawsuit should have been already drafted and filed. Yep. Even if it's even if it's just to to force a definition of what what the taking of private property mm-hmm. is when it comes to uh, a private business and a private business license. All right. Well, let's take a call here from Ian, and I want to make this kind of quick because we 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 want to you and I want to keep going here. Okay, Ian, what's on your mind? And please try to make it quick. Real quick, two points. Number one, what have we been talking about recurring? For the last three years, that they were going to throw everything at Trump, and then the last thing I I said it, we've said it recurring for the last three years, they would crash the economy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's happening, mm-hmm. okay? And they made money on the down, and the proof of it is those senators. This was planned. And number two, any enemy, any potential enemy, is sitting back laughing right now because all they got to do is cook up something in the lap that might not even hurt people, but just damage them and let it loose and cause a panic yep. to get us to fight. They're looking at our reaction, and they're laughing. Thanks okay. for taking my call. Thank you. And he's right. And, Frank, I wanted to read this. That's why I told Ian to be quick. It's, this is what this says. The takings clause refers to the last clause of the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that limits the power of eminent domain. The takings clause requires the entity to pay just compensation on taking private property for public use. That includes goods and services. Private property may be taken or damaged for a or taken, yeah, or damaged for a public use and only when just compensation ascertained by a jury unless waived has first been paid to or into court for the owner. Now, this is uh, Article, let's see, what is this? Uh, well, it's, in the, it's under the Fifth Amendment. It's, it says Cal Construction Act 1 and 191. I, those are legal things. I don't know exactly how to read that. Yeah, it's, a, it's part of the Fifth Amendment, and, and it, you, when we talk about this, it, the retort is going to be, and, and this is a devil's advocate thing, that because this is our licensed, the government gets to dictate when that license can be can be revoked 
or suspended. But licenses are something that are taxing vehicles. You know, the government has a license for everything. If you're a hairdresser, you have to have a license. If you're a tattoo artist, you have to have a license. But that's it, it, the government overreach into licensing and regulation is something that's always been a debate in this country. Do they have the right to? How far does it go? Now, when you're talking about crushing the livelihood of a small business and a lot of a lot of independent businesses here, especially restaurants are going to die because of what's happening here because the money's not going to come quick enough for them for bridge loans, which they shouldn't have to ask for in the first place. So I, I'm still waiting to hear this lawsuit. And, and if you're a restaurant organization in any state or a national restaurant organization and you are not crafting a lawsuit on this, I don't know why your members pay dues. Yeah, and... The other thing is, is as we sit here and we look at all of this sort of stuff, I mean, my God, what what part of the word uh, screwed, blued, and tattooed don't you understand? Because it's obvious, and I've been hearing this more and more and more, and even one of our nationally syndicated hosts on this many of these same stations has been talking about it for several days, and on Friday, he got up on his podium and blew it all around the country again. And I'm I'm with him on this one. I totally agree. This is absolutely wrong. Hold that thought, folks. I'll be right back with more. Frank Silvato. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. This portion of the Captain's America Third Watch brought to you by our very good friends at Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Now, I want you to start trying to use their service department because if you are a veteran, active duty military, a current first responder or retired first responder or a minister... You get 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced. And the same goes for all military family members. That's direct members of an active military person. So guess what? That's one reason to go to Moss Nissan for the service. Because I went there and uh, I pulled in and and I got my oil changed. I wanted to put uh, synthetic oil in and I did. And they said, oh, by the way, um, while you're here, we're going to give you an antimicrobial treatment that comes with your Moss Care. And I said, what are you talking about? They said, well, it will destroy all the viruses and bacteria on your interior surfaces. And we wipe the whole inside down and this, that, and the other. And it's free and it comes with your Moss Care. And I went, holy smokes. So I had them do it. And they did. And I never looked back. But now is the time to get your vehicle service for spring and summer. Now is the time. We're all driving around, especially local driving. That kills the vehicle, the gas, the whole nine yards. You know that. So keep your car or your truck ship shape at all times. Check out one of the Moss Nissan dealerships. By the way, don't forget, you've got them in Newport Ritchie, 19 and 54, Crystal River on 19. You've got uh, Florida Avenue, North Florida Avenue, 11001 for the Moss Nissan and Moss Acura dealership. And then there's Moss Wholesale to the public on 19 up in Homosassa Springs as well. And if you tell them the captain sent you and you want to buy a new vehicle, guess what? Another $500 comes off that new vehicle or certified pre-owned vehicle price. So he's telling the captain sent you, you never know what's going to happen. All right, back to Frank Salvato. And Frank is uh, with the Underground USA podcast. And how's the podcast business there, Frank? 
Hey, it's booming. It's uh, it's it's the fastest growing medium out there. So I, I'm I know. Happy. <laughs> I know. I I'm on by the way, I, I I quit counting how many different places where the podcast is heard, but uh, yeah. the numbers are ast- are just astounding when you see what you see. But anyway, let's go back to what we were talking about because this this uh 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 takings clause uh really is driving the point home right now as to what the government can and can't do. And we just heard from an attorney. We just had a, a, a message here from a retired attorney that said that he had tried this case once before and got as far as the appellate court and then got it uh, blown out from underneath him. But the client didn't want to take it any further. They should have taken that to the Supreme Court. Of course they should have. And the government got to decide whether the government was going to get reined in or not. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, that's that's a one-sided thing. Who do you go to when you need an arbiter against the government when you're suing the government? There, there is no one, so you're you're kind of at their mercy. Uh, the, the fact is, we have to go back to the Constitution. We need a judiciary that follows the Constitution instead of precedent law, which which was all switched over in during the reign of the progressives when when Harvard Law decided to go with precedent instead of constitutional law. You know, the Constitution clearly states that you have to be compensated and that there are limits to the federal government. And when you have when you have the federal government, the judiciary deciding for itself that it wants to have over a far, far greater reach than was actually intended by the framers in the in the, in the horrible decision with the Commerce Clause, and, and then you bastardize the Constitution further with the direct election of senators, mm-hmm. this is what you get. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, again, the attorney said that he didn't take it any further because the client didn't want to go further. But I'll bet you dimes to donuts right now with what we're talking about. And again, one of our nationally syndicated hosts on uh, Friday went just absolutely tore into all of this that was going on. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody doesn't pick this up, like you say, a restaurant association or maybe a, a what do they call it, the little uh, convenience store, that one of those deals, and, uh, and put a class action suit and away we go. Well, it needs to happen, and I'm glad this national host was listening to your show two weeks ago when we first talked about it. Yep. You know, yep. Uh, the restaurant associations have to get off their butts. Earn your keep now. It's not just about how do we put the new poster in the window. It's about preserving the rights of your members. So the the perfect example of how the government is overreaching is how they are killing the small business owner in the restaurant industry. And believe me, they are killing them. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about the government relief checks that they're talking about, which, by the way, that did not go through the way they thought it was last night. And we'll get into that in a minute, too. But this isn't going to be, well, you'll get it in your next check. It'll be direct deposited. Um, did that happen back with the stimulus under George W. Bush? Did that happen then? I don't think so. No, no one got direct relief. You know, it looks, I want to also define something here because I've seen a lot of this stuff on, on Facebook about, oh, the government's giving you free money. You must like this socialist Bernie Sanders stuff. The government is returning your money. Yep. This is tax dollars. The government doesn't have a profit-making arm. The only profit that they can make is off you and off tax dollars that comes from the money you spend through companies. So anything the government gives you as a taxpayer, not as someone who's taking without paying in, but as a taxpayer, is your money. 
mm-hmm. and it's being returned to you. Now, uh, I, I'm kind of rolling my eyes a little bit here, and Republicans, you got to get your stuff together when it comes to when it comes to how you want to do this there are some industries who when they look at a crisis always have their hands out saying we're going to go belly up unless you give us money well you know what don't give them money give it to the people and let the people spend it and let the free market work mhm now the other thing um uh, that uh, took place yesterday was bill de blasio ran his mouth and, and <laughs> was talking about how uh, Donald Trump isn't taking care of his old home city and the thing is dragging and this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden he got lambasted by the uh, governor of Maryland who said de Blasio was lying, that he was actually getting more than what he was supposed to be getting in terms of supply and aid and this, that, and the other and all that stuff. And then after everything was said and done, we find out about this truckload of supplies that's going to be delivered Tuesday Tuesday, uh, that just was manufactured specifically for New York City, uh, relief supplies. And I mean, what else do they need to have? I mean, de Blasio is just going to sit here and lie to everybody? Yeah, he is because A, he's an idiot and B, he's disingenuous. Uh, the two claims he made that, that, uh, Trump did nothing and that the president didn't engage the military. It's ridiculous. He's got a high, he's got a Navy hospital ship in his harbor. That's right. You know, so so aside from the limitations of posse comitatus, which is, he's doing all he can. Yep. What he should be talking was talking to Governor Cuomo about activating the National Guard. If in fact they need it, I saw pictures of Times Square. They don't need the National Guard motivated. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. So you know, and 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 as far as the engagement, you've got the auto industry kicking it up with ventilators. We're starting to retool American manufacturing to satisfy what we need so we don't have to be dependent on China. And by the way, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've never seen an argument for America first and, and made in America and by American, this is it. Mm-hmm. If we don't have the capability to build these ventilators and create these masks and, and, and manufacture the drugs that we've been getting from China on the cheap, Mm. This is what happens. Okay, this is getting better because now we got to, this is one of our highly intelligent people that works up in Atlanta. Rob just chimed in. He says, Captain, nor shall private property be taken without just compensation. Those are the are the words that give the government the right to take property without your consent. So long as, number one, there is a public use of the property. And number two, there is just compensation paid. This is how governments take private property to build roads, etc. So in the pandemic situation, there is a public use of property. No. And just compensation has been paid. No. So we have potential use of government power here that is unconstitutional. Bingo. That's what we've been talking about no this is this is what i've been screaming about you know you 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 can't just walk into a private business and say in a free country you can't walk into a private business as the government and say you've done nothing wrong you have to close yep yep you know and that's, that's essentially what they're saying you've done nothing wrong as a matter of fact you've been voluntarily doing everything we've asked and now we're going to reward you by killing your business yep well, I, you know, again, huh. again, we've we've and this has been going on. This conversation has been going on all night long. Well, <laughs> all night I'm, 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 I'm going to say this again. If you are the head or sit on the board of a restaurant association, you are delinquent in protecting your members. Mm-hmm. 
And again, I don't disagree with you for a second. By the way, one last thing. This will get your IR going. The uh, mayor of Tampa wants to go to the county uh, legislators today and uh, ask them to uh, do a shelter in place for the whole county, not just Tampa, but the whole county. Yeah, let's just give the government as much power as they want to infringe on your private life. All right. I'll talk to you on Friday, my friend. Stay low. Stay low. All righty. And we'll see how that goes. I mean, again, that's overstepping somebody's bounds. The city's got nothing to do with the county and vice versa. All righty. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Captain's America Third Watch. Rolling along. Patrick Hyland coming up. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. This podcast segment is brought to you by Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, where the bayou meets the beach. Relax with your friends and family in their Surfside restaurant or listen to live music on the outside deck while enjoying their weekly drink specials and a full menu of tasty delights. Broussard's Bayou Grill of Navarre Beach, located at 8649 Gulf Boulevard in Navarre. For more information, log on to www.broussardsbayougrill.com. That's B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D-S, bayougrill.com. Or call 850-396-6098. If you enjoyed what you heard, Please subscribe, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. This podcast can be heard on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and TuneIn, as well as on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Sonos, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Himalaya. This podcast has been a production of the Underground USA Podcast Network. All content is used with permission and exists in the public domain pursuant to the fair use law. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.